G'day everyone and welcome to my last 10 with Tom as a single man. The next time you hear my voice I'll be married. Five days to go. I'm very excited. Uh, the music you're listening to is the March from Scipio by George Handel. Uh, written in 1730. So I'm assuming it's pod safe. I don't want to hear from Handel's lawyer. Because that would be just plain weird. Only five days to go, which means one of the things we can be doing now is checking... If my computer would respond. Huh. One of the things we can be doing now is checking the weather for for um, Sunday. Which is when I'll be getting... No, that's not going to work. Um because it doesn't go all the way to Sunday, but it goes to Saturday, so we can get a bit of an idea. Uh, let's see. Friday, late thunder, 19 degrees to 30 degrees. Saturday, thunderstorms clearing, 20 degrees to 30 degrees. So I'm hoping that Sunday will be sunshine, 19 degrees to 25 degrees. If you want to uh, convert degrees Celsius to degrees Fahrenheit, duck on over to 10withtom.com. I've got a little converter for all of those who are still stuck in uh, the medieval times. I'm just kidding you. It's it's one of those strange ironies. Ironies? I don't know. I'll think that one through. But formal wear seems to be... uh, Someone misses out. If it's really hot then the guys have an awful time because they're sweating away in their big uh, three-piece suits. But if it's really cold, then all the girls are shivering away in their in their formal dresses. Why is it that to look attractive, girls show skin and boys cover up skin? All these unanswered questions. One of the things that, uh, speaking of weather and getting married, one of the things that I've come across which... I found really interesting is um, obviously we don't want it to rain on the wedding day because that has all sorts of ramifications on photos and hair and and everything. So it would be good if it didn't rain on our wedding day. And it's funny, I like yeah, I'm sort of an organised guy, so I like to know about contingencies and that sort of thing. So what are we going to do if it rains? And it's funny the number of people and uh, who I've I've mentioned this to and they're like oh no 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 it's not going to rain we don't need to worry about that we're not going to talk about that because it's not going to rain and it's just like this superstition that if somehow we talk about whether or not it's going to rain we're going to invoke the weather to do strange things and I mean uh, there's sort of two ends of superstition some superstitions are just you know just some just a bit of fun you know Uh, something old something new something borrowed something blue it's not. I don't. Anna and I don't don't believe that that's going to bring us good luck or anything. But you know, it's it's just something fun to do. But then there are some people who genuinely believe that uh, by talking about the weather, we're going to bring about uh, rain if we even think about it. So we have to sit there and try our cognitive strategies and not to think about the weather. And I remember I saw this mum with a little girl and they're in the bank or something and the little girl was carrying an umbrella and she was opening the umbrella inside and the mum turned around and, and actually yelled at the kid and, you know, scolded the, the little girl for opening the umbrella inside and saying, 
God, don't open the umbrella inside. We've got enough bad luck as it is. I thought, wow. She genuinely believes that enough to tell a little girl off for um, opening umbrella inside. Or maybe she just wanted the girl to behave herself and stop playing with the umbrella. Both are just as likely. But then there are some really interesting uh, superstitions, and I found some stuff on a website that you can look up. I'll have a link to it. It's oldsuperstitions.com slash wedding.html. And there are, a bunch of, there are a bunch of superstitions about weddings. Um, and I just got a couple that I thought were really interesting. For example, did you know that some months are better than others for a wedding? There's a whole little poem about this. Um, married when the year is new, he'll be loving, kind and true. When February birds do mate, you wed nor dread your fate. Blah, 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 blah. Well, watch out for this one. Marry in the month of May, and surely you'll rue the day. So watch out for that one, people. I just, I guess this has turned into a bit of a community service announcement. Uh, blah, 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 blah. If you wed in bleak November, only joys will come, remember. When December snows fall fast, marry and, marry and true love will last. So we're obviously getting married in December. I don't think, uh, I'm not expecting snow, December being uh, the middle of our summer, but um, I am expecting true love to last. Uh, that was the um, the months, days of the week as well. Monday for health, Tuesday for wealth, Wednesday best of all, Thursday for losses, Friday for crosses, Saturday for no luck at all. This doesn't say anything about Sunday. Who do I see about that? Uh, bad omens. Is that a tautology? Bad omens for your wedding day. Tautologies. Ooh, I'm in trouble. Uh, a pig, a hare, or a lizard running across the road. I'll tell the driver to keep an eye out for those. Seeing an open grave, meeting a nun, or a monk for tell barrenness. One that applies to us. Marry on the upswing of the clock or on the half hour, such as one thirty, which is when I'll be getting married, because that way the hands of the clock are on their way up, not down. And another, it's not really applying for us, a bit late for us, but if there are any single females out there who are curious about who your future husband will be, uh, a surefire way of uh, figuring this out is that is to, um, just before you go to bed, eat some salted herring. And you have a dream in which your future husband will bring you a cup of water to quench your thirst. So, yeah. If you're curious, that's uh, one way you can find out. So listening to one of um, my favourite podcasts, The Pod Dog Show, and Daryl's a bit of fan of conspiracy theories. And he's, he seems to be right up there. Daryl uh, on the Pod Dog Show, he's my number one source for what's really going on in the world. But Daryl doesn't seem like too bad. I think uh, I wouldn't mind being seated next to Daryl like at a meal and, you know, hearing his, his uh, conspiracy theories because they just sound interesting. Whereas my mechanic, uh, actually he's not my mechanic, he's a mechanic I went to. And wouldn't go back to. He's the ultimate in conspiracy theories. He's 
uh, he's just one of these people that you're just standing there talking to, looking for a way out. And if I was had a more abrasive personality, you know, I'd just say, look, forget it. I'm going. I don't want to hear it. You know, just... Uh, he's... Oh... Big on the fruit juice diet and believes that the, the governments of Australia and the United States and other world powers are um, suppressing the results of research into the juice diet because it's so good and uh, the government doesn't want to lose out on all that money it gets from uh, people being sick in the health service because the health service is such a gold mine, isn't it? And what's more, he failed my car on inspection. I had to get something fixed, so I'm not happy about that either. But yeah, just one of these real wacko people. So Daryl, if you're ever in Newcastle and, you know, want to find someone to talk conspiracy theories with, I'll point you over to the mechanic. I don't think he gets a lot of repeat trade. G'days this week from Shelley and the Shelley's podcast. Shelley's podcast is, uh, it's a, uh, it's a Clayton's tech podcast. So it's the tech podcast you listen to when you're not listening to a tech podcast. It's just got that just perfect balance of tech and chat and completely untech related stuff. Um, big fan, big fan of Shelley. And she, uh, said g'day. Daryl said g'day. Said Daryl from the Pod Dog Show said he liked my brother's music, which I played last week, and that's cool. Thanks, Daryl. I'll try and play some more. And lastly, my mum said g'day. G'day, mum. Thanks for listening. Ten points for this week. It's for more Australiana. Uh, and this is perhaps something that even some Australians might not know. If I was to ask to borrow some money from somebody, an Australian, and I said, hey there, can I borrow a lobster... How much money would I, would I be asking for? Send in your responses to Tom at 10 with Tom, and the first correct response gets 10 points. All other entrants, 5 points. My 10 points from last week about the banana joke, I'm not ready to, to go through those yet, so keep them coming. Basically, just a joke involving a banana. Best one gets 10 points, and every other entrant gets 5 points. And when I do my next show, which won't be for another two weeks. So let's say the closing date, 17th of December. Um, so you have a little while to get those into Tom at 10withtom.com. The reason I'm not doing a proper show for another two weeks is because I'm getting married, as I mentioned, and I'm not going to podcast my wedding and I'm not going to do a sound seeing tour of my honeymoon. So if you had those in mind, then you can just change your crude little minds right now. Uh, so I'm going to... I'm not going to pod fade. I'll be back. I'm just going to take a couple of weeks off. I believe the official podcasting term is take a hiatus. If you'd like to send us some special wedding greetings, that would be really cool. Send them along to tom at 10withtom.com or if you have a voice message, send them to my voice line, which is uh, an American United States number 206-2020-TOM. Or just say g'day anyway. Or you can leave a message on the blob. Blob, Leave a message on the blob. Um, but make sure it doesn't eat your arm. Leave a message on the blog. Uh, put a pin in my map. Because I'd love to hear from you. Because I'm getting all these numbers. And 
I don't know who these people are. So if you're listening in, seriously, open up your email account and tell me that you're listening and tell me where you're from. Because I'd really love to know. Even if you're a complete stranger and you're thinking, I'm a complete stranger, he's going to think I'm weird. No, I don't. I'd really like to know where you're calling from or listening from because you're not calling. You're emailing. Unless you'd like to call. That's cool too. Anyway, I'm rambling now and I'm well over 10 minutes. So so that's a good sign that I should probably hit the stop button. Uh, So thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for spending 10 with Tom. And I'm looking forward to spending another 10 with you in the near future when I'm a married man. Thanks for stopping by, and I'll catch you guys later. Bye.